Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Welcome. I'm mad I missed you, though, at SS. Uh, dude, I can't believe I missed you guys. We came out Friday. You came out that Saturday. Oh, okay. We to go back, too, but just had some plans and everything. Matter of fact, I think, I think we had plans to go to um, our home field power off for Saturday, too. Okay. Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was like, I knew you guys were going. In fact, I brought a box of stuff uh, that Not I was going to pass out. So yeah, I said that last time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, we wanted to come out Friday, but we couldn't. You know, I was uh, I worked, and then um, you know, it's 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 not that far of a drive, two hours. But uh, mm-hmm. they were starting. You know, we wouldn't have got there till like closer to nine o'clock, and it would have been you know, You're right, almost over. So yeah, man. Oh, it's good. Cool. It's good to have you on here, man. I've heard uh, some good things you know, about man. you. I, uh, I see, like, and like, I'm so surprised that. Um, well, yeah, I really am surprised. I've been telling you, I was like, um, I really wasn't expecting it so soon. Cause I really just started playing airsoft probably about like six months ago, maybe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So everything, every, all this is still new to me. And still, oh shit! I still got that. I still got that new mentality. You know how you get so eager. You want to buy everything. You want to go every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I still got that in me. I feel like I'm going to have that forever, though. Oh, it will be, right? Uh, it takes a while because if you don't have, you know, 10 grand to put into fucking gear and guns, like, right up front, dude, it's going to take I'm a minute, you. you know, because you find out new shit that's coming out. And you're like, every and then you, you meet all these new people. You're like... Oh, what gun is that? Oh, yeah, it's this high kappa, and it's all custom painted, and then they got all this fucking like upgraded shit in there, and you're like, oh, oh I want all that. Oh, it's only like a thousand bucks. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, shit, dude. Hell yeah, I still do yeah. it. I'm like, I see all this stuff that uh, you know, when I talk to all these people on here, and they show off their gear, you know. And I'm going, what is that? Where did you have it? Oh, Monk Customs painted this or Rogue Customs <laughs> painted this. And then I got this thing and I, I did this upgrade in here. I'm like, good Lord. I look up some of these parts they're talking about. I'm like, holy the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, that's that's cool. You're uh, you're still fairly new. Um, you know, I, I met you through, uh, through uh, Taco. Who I just did the uh, podcast with, you know, what a week or two weeks ago or something. That's the creator of GGC right there. Yeah, man. Shout out to that man though, for real. Cause he the one that really got me into this thing. I remember the first time he told me it was probably like sometime in, uh, it was about sometime in 2021, like December around that time. He was like, "Man, come out with me." 
And I was like, what is airsoft? No. I'm like, nah. But the next time, I'll probably say around like April of 2022, he was like, come out with me. I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and go out with him and see what's going on. And I go out there, just like, I just fell in love from day one. And you just don't know, day one, after that day, I came back home and probably bought like $700 worth of gear and guns. Dude. That same day. You know what I'm oh, saying? So, shit. It took <laughs> so over your life. <laughs> yeah, yes, it did. Like, it really did. So, um, speaking on that, like, when I had, um, when I had bought my uh, M4, I had bought a, a Valken, a Valken Kilo. Hold on. Uh, somebody called me. Hold on one oh, second. Shit. I'm sorry, yeah, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, but, right. um, I had bought a, a Valken Kilo 45. Yep. And, the thing is, that gun is not made to be tampered with and changing gears and changing motors and getting an eleven one lipo. And <laughs> so I did all right. that. Cause I'm doing. I'm I'm on YouTube every night looking at everything I need to know about airsoft. What kind of upgrades yeah. can I get? This and third. So that M4 is down right now. My Valkyrie M4 is down right now because I had shredded my gears. By getting a um a high torque motor, eleven one lipo, then over time it just I was like, oh man, but that was crazy. Oh, that's funny. So how was uh so explain your first uh your first night you finally go out with him to uh you know to play or whatever. What was uh so what did you bring with you and what you know how how was that first hey. time playing? <laughs> did you guys play at SS? No, we played at Power Ops. Power Ops. Brought me to fire up. Okay. And when I got there, I tell you, I was in some, I'll probably say some green sweats and like, I think like a, a black hoodie or something like that. But I'm looking at everybody else. I'm fitted. They got their combat suits. They got their nice guns. Boom, boom. I got the rental. I see, I see, um, I see Taco over here with his guns. He got two pistols. He said the third. I'm like, <laughs> Dang man, like you should have told me something. I want to bought something. <laughs> it's but, like it's like when somebody invites you out to a party and you show up in the you know dressed wrong and shit and without <laughs> you know alcohol and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> so I get out there, like I said, I want a, a lime green. Pill. I'm probably one of the best bands out there. You know what I'm saying? This is power up. So you, you're not gonna see. No bright people as of like SS or GE when you go indoors for competition and stuff like that. Um, so I get out there. I'm about one of the biggest targets out there. I'm getting hit left and right in my legs and my arms. So um, after that, I I think I had bought some face protection because when you go to Power Ops, they give you your own. They give you a mask, a full a full paint a paintball mask. But it really wasn't working for me. It kept fogging up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I went, went ahead and full face mask and oh god, was real quick. Came back out in the field and it was just like, yeah, I fell in love once in the near. Like like I said, day one I was just buying stuff off the train, and buying stuff. So when you were at uh, at your game, uh, how did you do in the game? Did you uh, did you get some kills? Uh. And nah, I didn't get no kills the first time. I remember I didn't get no kills because I didn't know the map. I didn't right. know how it looked. So it was my first time going out there. I didn't know which way to go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting yeah. hit left and right, like I said. But other than that, uh, 
I'll probably say my next time I did go out there, really every time I get better and better, better and better every time I go out there. So the so first my, time you go, you're you're like, okay, I'm out. You go back and then you come back in. You're like, I'm out. I go back. I go back in. I'll, fucking hit I'll again. Go back. And, go back again. <laughs> but it didn't stop you. So you didn't no, get discouraged. No. You were like, okay, I'm going to learn this shit. Uh, you learn the map. You learn where everybody's coming from, just like in a video game. And uh, you see the tracers going. You're like, okay, motherfucker, I got you now. <laughs> yes, sir. Hell yes, yeah. Sir. That's a cool um, way to me, start, man. Yeah, it was It was awesome, though. Like, And I thank that man almost every day for just bringing me to this sport because I didn't even know it was a real sport. It's the actual sport that gets you healthy because um, all the moving, all the running you're doing. Yeah. Um, it gets your hot, your your eye hand coordination right. It gets like right. a lot of stuff, mentality, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then the teamwork too. Like once you guys, uh, you know, you you've been you know part of the team or whatever for uh, a few months, and then uh, it's a way different feel when you go out there now because you know you're not the rental uh, by yourself. You're mm-hmm. like you know. You know, you have some experience. Even if it's a new field, you still have uh, yeah, the play still experience, right? And you got your teammates. Right. You got your teammates right there next to you. So we're trying to travel more too. We're trying to go more places. Um, as he told you, we we is going to um a Milson event, uh, North Carolina or South Carolina. I forgot which one it was, but yeah. um, yeah, here in South wanna, Carolina. Yeah, I want to help him. I um. He was kind of wrong on the dates. It's November 13th. No, no, November 11th through 13th. Okay. Operation Iron Dagger, you heard of it? Iron Dagger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah my boys we went to, to it Operation. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. The first one? Yeah. 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 We're going to the second one. And nice. hopefully we can. I got some. I got probably like a. At least about like another $800 on Amazon ready for everything <laughs> for that Nielsen event. I'm trying it's to crazy. like this time. I really want to go out. Like I know what I need to know. This is gonna be my first Milson event. Yeah. So I know what I need to know from playing, um, playing at Pyros and playing at right. SS and stuff like that. So now I feel like, even though this is my first event, I'm still gonna be experienced and you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You can take what you've learned uh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's more outside. You know, woodland kind of you know in the woods kind of play or whatever, and a lot of indoors as well in buildings or whatever. But you know, bigger area. Um, but you have different rules too. You know, like um, right. You know, you're not like in speed QB, like indoor stuff uh, or the close. You know, the smaller maps. You get uh, you get shot. You're out. Like that's it, you're dead, um, and you got it, you know. But you don't have a very far walk back to your spawn, and then you go back right. in, or whatever. But uh, Mill Sims, it's a really far walk back to spawn, but you don't have, to, you're not dead when you get shot. So it is, uh, you're, you get shot, you go down, um, and and a lot of these Mill Sims, they actually encourage like acting, right? Like right. pretend you got shot. Like you got hit in the arm, you're like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> and, uh, medic, you know, yeah. So, uh, so you get, you can get revived, 
and that kind of shit. So, um, and they, you know, they'll, there'll be guys drag you over into like cover and stuff, you right. know, drag you across the field. So uh, you don't have to run back to spawn all the time uh, or as many times, I guess. Uh, so you have a little bit of chance to, to, you know, stay on the field more. Uh, so it kind of adds to the experience, you know, it's, um, but if you, you know, when you do have to walk back to spawn, it's a trek, bro. It's like most of these guys that, you know, I talked with and, uh, and of course my, my son's, that go play uh, there and I see all their videos, they're walking a while to get back to spawn. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it'll be cool, man, but it's a big commitment going to a mill sim. You got all that, fun, like you said, fucking $800 of gear. Uh, and then the tickets to go the play. Tickets, you know what I'm saying? They're I no I fucking joke, bro. Like, I didn't even count the tickets. They're no joke. It, uh-huh. is, it is a dedication, and I feel like I don't know. My heart is more towards the Milson side of airsoft. Okay, so that's why I'm the one pushing so hard about everybody going. And, oh, good. And, yeah, he um, said that on the podcast. He was like, "Swervo, man, he's like on our ass about this, you know, Milson." Right, I'm <laughs> you, like, I can't be no harder right now because I I need them to go. I wish we could have the full five people, but right now we're gonna have yeah. three. I'm hoping that stuff changed by then and we can have a full five, mm-hmm. but I'm cool with three. I'm cool with two. Hey, listen, I'll go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what's cool about these Milsims too, man. Uh, so they're, uh, I haven't looked at the rules on the iron dagger one, but I'm, I'm guessing from the previous ones, the, uh, you know, it's going to be gr- uh, green versus tan kind of set up or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So, uh, whatever team you're on, that's going to be, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of people there, hundreds of people at this uh, game. So you can f- hook up with people before then, like your team, even, you know, okay. just you and Taco and who, you know, the third person or whatever that's going, you guys don't have to just stay in your, in your three man group. You can uh, hook up with oh, yeah. uh, teams. Like, have you seen the uh, podcast I did with the, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. The tryhards. They're down in Florida. They travel all over, man. I'm not okay. sure if they're going to that one. Up. But uh, you can find guys like that. These teams yeah. that run, they're, they're like fucking 30 people strong and uh, mm-hmm. going to these mill sims. So, That's what I'm saying. That's and they're always looking for, you know, te- you know, younger teams, like smaller teams. Like, hey, you can run with us, man. If you, you know, here, here's we got a plan to take over this objective. So it really right. helps. You know, right. don't feel left out. Kind of like three, three guys against – you know, 300, <laughs> you know, that would be nice though. Give me the competition. I do it. But nah, oh, I yeah. did. I, I have, um, I have been contacting people from Facebook and Facebook messenger about the um, operation iron dagger. And, um, you know, they telling me, once you get your ticket, we'll add you to the group. Boom, boom, boom. And, you know, we'll discuss, bring it all together. So yeah. I have been um, communicating everything about the iron dagger with some people that's going. Okay. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, that's a good thing to get involved in. They, uh, there's, there's so many people, uh, with these. Well, even with Speed QB, man, there's like tons of fields popping up and events and teams. And then Milsim is just fucking huge. You know, mm-hmm. the uh, Stonebreaker we went to uh, a few months ago. There's 700 people there. It is. Uh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. 700 people, and they split that between two. So it's, yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, you know, it's a big area. So it doesn't really feel like, you know, 300 some people against, you know, you're not really, because there's other objectives spread out throughout the AO. So uh, you're not really clumped all together in one spot. But, right, um, right. And then they got the guys in the helicopters and shit. So they'll have the helicopter flying around with and them. That's what I seen. Like, so oh, it's like, dude. it's like, it's going to be serious. Like, helicopter. Uh-huh. Like, when I seen that, like, then the tickets for that is a lot, though, too. Just to right. ride in the helicopter. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay. But yeah, I'm going to try to get the, uh, I'm going to try to get the bare minimum. Yeah, I hear you. Now, I'm did sorry, you grow man. up? Did you grow up in the area you're at now? Are you around Atlanta? Yeah, Taco? I have. Okay. I have. Um, I'm from I'm from uh, Pennsylvania. Oh shit! But I moved down here when I was about two or three years old. My mom and everything. So basically, I'm from Atlanta. I say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't remember, like when you're that young, if you don't remember living in that state, you're you're from where you're at. <laughs> yeah, you grew up there for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, and I love this city, man. This city, and I ain't even like. And it's crazy how like I've been staying here so long, and I never ran into a airsoft field. And when and when when Tampa was talking about battlefield, that that's literally like ten, fifteen minutes away from where we both stay at. So it's like, why haven't I never went to battlefield before? And I was just so mad how like when I found out my battlefield was already gone, and, and I was just man. So now we gotta make a little hour drive. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's cool. Working. How did you guys how did you guys meet? How did you meet Taco? Well, Taco went to school with my sister. Yeah, they I think they about like five, six five, six years older than me. Yeah, I'm twenty five. Okay. Uh, I really don't know his taco's age. I think I, I know he's up there between like twenty nine, thirty, I think. Yeah. But yeah. I met him through my sister and everything, so I really knew him since I was little. He's seen me grow up since I was little. So it's like we always been cool and everything. And then I guess this Elsa really just brought us together. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, he was uh when on the podcast he was talking about you like, Yeah, you gotta talk to Swervo, man. He's uh he's pushing his meal sim and you know, he's the one that, you know, is like on my ass about doing this like, and that. Like, I'm literally probably finna buy a whole new primary and secondary. Like, I'm trying to go for this Cybergun Coat Sports line. It's like a, it's an AEG, but it's a, um, a micro switch with a, um, with a mouse setting and stuff like that. I never yeah. want ready. So I, so I don't got to do nothing to that gun when it comes to do the exterior and go out there to the Milson. Yeah, and my primary, I mean, in my secondary, my pistol, I'm trying to run it on a six sorry. I think oh, yeah, it was a, the P320. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I want to run that. Trying to get a tan one for the for the fit to go with the, um go with the um the, the loadout just to complete yeah. everything. Are right you guys now, running tan for the Millsap? Yeah, we run it run it tan. Okay. You know, yeah. got to represent for the West Coast, yes, sir. I'm telling you now. <laughs> yeah, these guys. Uh, uh, my boys and uh, their friend, and when they go to the the uh, Milsims, they always go tan, and they have all their tan tan shit, whatever. And they, you know, that's that's all they're. That's what I'm saying. So, like, the thing is, um, GGC is you know Gorilla Gun Club, so we go off the Gorilla colors: black, silver, 
black, silver, and white. So mm-hmm. that was so our main colors like black and silver for real. So all our loadouts is all black vest, black shoes, black pants, black. So it's like yeah. I gotta buy a whole new outfit of everything because <laughs> I, I want the whole tan fit. I want a new vest, new everything. Like yeah. So when that comes, I will definitely be doing a um, a video on that on YouTube, like you said, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I'll tell you, get all your new shit, you know, with, whenever you can, you know, before that and start wearing it like on the weekends or at nights, whenever you have time, put all your shit on, especially if you're getting boots. Okay. New boots. Uh, do not save the new boots for the week for that mill sim. Your feet will work. fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Break that shit in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I heard about all these guys. They do, uh, you know, they just start kind of like you, you know, and then they go, and then they just get introduced to Airsoft and they go, holy shit. Like they never even really thought about Airsoft, you know, until somebody gets them into it. And then they go, uh, it's this big. Like there's so much to do in it. You could do yeah. the speed stuff. So you could do the mill sim and the mill sim stuff. You know, like speed QB, you can just go in your regular clothes. Like you're, you don't have mm-hmm. to buy new boots or whatever. Uh, and so you could just run out there in tennis shoes. You know, be kind of comfortable. Yeah. Um, but a mill sim, uh, you got all this new gear. Like they start buying all this new stuff, and then they don't actually wear it. Like they might put it on. You know, they'll be excited about it. They'll put it on get it all set up, like, oh, my straps are good and this and that, whatever. Uh, but they don't, and then that's it. They don't actually mm-hmm. wear it around for hours before yeah. they go to the field. Like, put some shit, if you're going to wear a pack or a plate carrier or something like that, put all your shit in, get it totally full of everything you're going to be on the field with. Get fully dressed, helmet, mm-hmm. whatever, and then run around somewhere, Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. jump up and down or whatever, like make sure your helmet is, you know, your straps are secured good. So they don't, it doesn't droop down and hit the top of your uh, goggles and knock them out of place, you know, like shit right. like that. Guys don't think about it until they get on the field. They're like, Oh shit, I, I, I put this on and set it up. Yeah. But you weren't running, you know, like <laughs> jog around with, you know, 30 pounds on your back or, you know, on your chest or whatever. <laughs> like, but yeah, like I said, I probably would have been, that one just to throw everything on make sure it fits right then and there but not run nowhere and just try it on take it off because yeah i I probably would have kept throwing it on because when i first got my vest i threw it on and then took it off and went to the field and threw it on and it just like it just looked it new you know what i'm saying i want that wrinkly look uh-huh. to look like you're official like you didn't just buy this loadout yesterday <laughs> exactly yeah that's uh that's something you you know nobody likes to look like the new guy on the field okay <laughs> no matter what it is you're doing you don't want to show up and be like you know all this new stuff that doesn't fit right and you know <laughs> like right. it doesn't have any dirt on it and shit you know yeah. um yeah i i that's the biggest, uh, I guess, tip I could give somebody that's going, you know, to their first meal sim uh, that has to buy new gear. Definitely uh, put that stuff on and wear it uh, multiple times in in different situations. Just 
you're going to look crazy. Okay. You're going to look like really crazy, like run around wherever you're at outside somewhere or, or in your house or in, you know, like just put it on and go somewhere where you can run around with it and then squat down and, you know, everything, just do it like a practice wherever you're going right. to you know, go to SS or power ops, you know, with fully geared and just be right. like, Hey, that's what I'm playing like today. You know, cause you'll, you'll get in those positions. You'll squat down, you'll kneel down, you'll, you know, crawl over here or whatever. Like you're like, Oh you're shit. Right. I, okay. I got to move this strap or I can't put these, uh, you know, magazines right in my, in front because I can't lay down. They're like digging in my chest or my stomach mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Okay. Do all that shit, bro. But yeah, the, the boots, if you don't do anything else, I'm telling you, you, you will thank me later. Uh, break your boots in. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. I definitely yeah. will. <laughs> so what, uh, what kind of work do you do? Um, I work for, um, GXO logistics. Yeah. We're on supply, supply chain for thousands of companies. Oh, okay. Uh, Tesla, Sony, Microsoft. Oh shit! Okay. We even, we even, but um, my district is JLG. We move forklift parts. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and so like we can build probably a whole forklift inside that warehouse with. Oh yeah. But so it's you nice. Do, uh, so it's a big area. So if you wear, so you can wear boots. Uh, so yeah, you could definitely have time if you get you know new boots or whatever to like. Where I'm at right. work, you get a lot of walking in. Because uh, I do a lot of standing at work. I I drive the rich truck, so I do a oh, lot okay. of standing at work. <laughs> yep, I used to drive one of those. Yeah, okay, I okay. had uh, yeah, I drove forklifts and all kind of shit. And then uh, we had one where I was I was picking you know pallets off uh, real narrow aisles, and oh, yeah, so we had this awesome. thing called a Raymond, right. Uh, that would, you know, it was a forklift, but it was like a side driving one for driving down aisles. So it wasn't like a regular, it didn't look like a regular looking forklift. It was, um, real tall and and narrow and, uh, and it would drive sideways. So you're facing this way, but it actually drove back and forth this way. Uh, okay. Okay. So I thought you were talking about the cherry picker or the order picker. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, but nah, that's something totally different right there. You said drive yeah, like it this, was, like going this way. Like. <laughs> it was it was hard to get used to at first, but I yeah, when you stood yeah. up, you would stand up in it. So it was just a standing thing, and uh, you'd go down the aisles, you know, and it had forks, so you'd go up, and it went up really high. This thing had, you know, the uh, the boom on it, whatever. It was like super high, and uh, like three tiers, and. um you would, uh, you know, pull the pallets off the shelf, bring them down, and then you could, because it would go places and the, down these aisles where a regular, you know, regular size forklift wouldn't go, you know, that kind right. of shit. Or can't turn like I could turn. Yeah. Yeah, this had a but, 90 degree turn. Like, uh, you know, when you spun the wheel, like, uh, well, you know how forklifts are anyway. But mm-hmm. the way the forks were, this thing was so narrow, the forks, when it came back, they retracted back. Uh, so you wouldn't hit anything, you know, it was like really narrow. So, uh, you know, but the port just didn't stick out. It was more right. like inside of the witty. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you could turn around real sharp corners and, you know, get around areas, but it was really, really hard to get used to, especially when you're going fast and you start <laughs> turning that, you know, but, uh, yeah, I worked in warehouse and factories, uh, for 25 years, you know, 
driving mm-hmm. forklifts and working on machines and shit like that. Yeah, I've been in the warehouse industry ever since I played my first job. Was a warehouse job. And since then, I've just been in the warehouse. I feel like, yeah, those pay the most money right now instead of a restaurant job and something like that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I mean, that was when I first got out, uh, out of the military, my first job, I was just talking to somebody uh, a couple of days ago and, and they said, um, they got out of the military and, you know, they were in for a long time and they said, uh, man, I was in charge of all this, you know, expensive equipment and, you know, a whole team of guys and this and that, whatever. And then I get out of the military and I, he, uh, went into it. So he's, I, you know, he works in it and he goes, and now I, I find myself, under the desk of, you know, somebody that works there, like working on the back of their computer and they're bitching at me to hurry up. And he's like, bro, I was like, how did I end up here under the desk of somebody working on shit where they're bitching at me to fix your computer when I was doing all this stuff in the military, you know? And, uh, and I said, man, don't feel bad. My first job after the military, uh, we were in California. I was stationed at Pendleton. My first job was uh, in a movie theater as an usher. So I'm literally sweeping up popcorn and fucking, you know, listen, bro, you find some crazy shit in uh, movie theaters, okay? Like dirty baby diapers. That's a fairly normal thing. Use condoms. That's fairly normal. (laughs) I'm telling you. Somebody took a shit on the floor. Like literally. An adult, a grown adult. It wasn't a small one, okay? A uh, big shit on the floor in the theater, so you clean up all kind of shit, and then of course people are bitching at you about whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, what the f- bro? Like this is a month after I'm you know out of the military. I'm going, what? So I don't know. Hell? You like I'm finna just like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I moved back. Uh, that's, we moved back to where I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, and I got a factory job and worked factory jobs. You know, most of the time since. Hell yeah. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, man. Um, I guess I can show you what I'm running. Yeah, show show me your shit. Let me see, man. Right here, I got the my ARP nine. Oh, that's nice. I got a few upgrades to it. The internal, like the um, what have I did to it? Really, just the hop up bucking and barrel. Yeah, the hop up bucking barrel was all new. Got this flashlight. Uh, that's really it, though. Yeah. Uh, let me see, let me see for that. I want the CNC hop up for this Galaxy We Galaxy. Oh, nice! We got dude. the holster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see, like that's it, like. The, yeah, that's really good. 
Uh, and the hoster. I'm sorry. No, but, you know, ahead. I just love this hoster because yeah, it's like universal. Yep. It goes to almost any gun because this rail right here. Right. Just go on your own, go on your rail. And yep. I just love this hoster because it's just so easy to take out. It locks in, you can hear it click. Yep. It's just lovely. Yeah, my son has one of those. Those are nice, dude, because you don't have to, like, because they have those holsters that uh, are, like, special made or formed for the, you know, if you have a bunch of attachments on your pistol, you know, and it's a full regular size, you know, regular holster. But uh, those ones like that, the external, where uh, you don't have to put them inside something, you know, those ones are nice that you have. Yeah, I like those, too. Yeah, I found that on Amazon about, like, yeah, I was kind of skeptical because I didn't. The, the pictures were showing like some weird pictures, like it wasn't showing how how it worked. So I was kind of skeptical because it said you, you can run a flashlight and everything. Like you can put the flashlight. If you can see, it comes with another another rail system to put a flashlight on. Yeah. So when you it comes with another rail system to put a flashlight on, so you can run a flashlight. You can run a red dot. I love this holster. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I said. well, yeah, those are. I mean, those are good guns. That uh, ARP nine. That uh, you know, I like how the end, uh, the end of your barrel sticks out because we have one, um, and you know, a lot of them are a little bit shorter where the uh, the barrel stops, like the outer barrel stops right at the end mm-hmm. of the handguard. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that one looks badass. Yeah, I had. Um, Did you take I the had, orange tip off and? Put a new one on, or did it come like that? I had took, I had put an orange tip. I mean, I had took the orange tip off and put a little um, flash hotter on there for right now. Yeah, I like that one though. But um, when I had bought, when I had bought the inner barrel, I had bought it kind of too long, oh, so okay. I had to, I had to get a um, a barrel extension mm. and then run the. Um, then run the tracer and everything when I did have a tracer for it. Yeah. So, um, but then, like you said, I, I ain't know how it was going to look, but then I did that and it just looked perfect. I, I love bought it. this flashlight for my pistol. Yeah. But the day at SS, my holster was, um, my holster wasn't acting right. So I really couldn't use my, um, my pistol like that for real. Oh. So I just put the, I, I put the flashlight on the ARP9. And I was like, matter of fact, I like it like that, though. Yeah. So I, I decided to keep it on here. Yeah, it looks cool, man. Yeah, I love how the uh, barrel sticks out there because uh, here I'll show you ours. This one, okay. I mean, it looks cool. He's got we got attachments on it and stuff, but um, the uh, the end of the barrel, like I right. said, is is uh, is, is stopped right, right there, right? Yeah. See how short uh-huh. it is? Uh-huh. Okay. And the barrel's here. And, you know, the flashlight sticks out, but that's but the way your barrel comes out to the, like here. Right. It it looks it I just, like the way yeah, yours looks makes, better. I like uh-huh. it. I like that better. Because this look this is nice for the, you know, quick moves around the corners and shit. But the um you I know, the way like your that. barrel looks looks badass. Yeah, I just feel like that that rail system is just a little too short. Like it is. the ARP nine, I think what what they call it the the two point oh, the ARP nine two point oh. You heard yeah, that one yet? I think so. 
Yeah, that one come with like a, I think like a seven or eight inch rail, so so that um that rail is a little longer. Yeah, and that's what I do like about it. But that's my reason. I want to get a new rail system for it. I seen a G and G rail system. I want to get like a seven or eight inch rail system, so it could be longer. It's maybe just too short in my hand. I can't really grip it. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're really short. They're like this one. We even actually put the um, the extension on the back mm-hmm. to fit the battery in, right? And uh, and it's still like to hold it. Like when you're if you're not small, man, this thing right. is it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to like, and it's not like you have to like put it in your shoulder because you know it's a small thing. You can just kind of wield it around. But uh, you know, if you if you didn't have to have the battery back here. Or if it would, could be more compact or whatever, you really wouldn't need this stock on here because you could just wheel it around like a you know just with this like this setup <laughs> here. Yeah, like a little pistol, exactly. But yeah, these are cool guns, man. They're nice. They is. I like you. I like that setup on here. Yeah, it's cool. My son got that. Most of our guns we actually got uh, in mystery boxes. And, yeah, I've uh, seen that then, one. Um, that one reel you did. Or all the, or I think it was when you posted where all the guns on the counters. Like, oh, you saw that? Lovely. <laughs> I found time to be one day. When I get in my house, and when I get my mortgage and everything started going, make sure I get me a whole downstairs yeah. man cave to have my wall, my gun wall. I just want a big gun wall with. I can see uh, it. It's gonna come. Dude. It's coming. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you want that. It's uh. It is a hundred percent worth having. I'm going to tell you, man. It feels really good. I don't know what it is. You know, it's just the guy thing, I guess. But <laughs> the uh, the the guns on the walls, man. If you have one room dedicated for you know guns on the walls, it just it makes it look fucking cool as shit. You know, what I'm just um, you know, you got just From guns everywhere. Snipers. <laughs> yeah. And then my pistol is actually over here. Oh, that is nice. That's a forty cal. That's special Cerakote uh, or Hydra dipped, and um, that's a Smith and Wesson forty. I gotta get the trigger done on it, man, because it's and that's uh, real it's, steel, right? Or yeah, that's real what? steel. Right, um, okay. Well, actually, half those guns on that wall that I just showed you, those were uh, half of those real are real steel. steel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, this forty, uh, I love the feel of it in your hand, but that trigger is total fucking shit, bro. It's mm. shit. It is. I think uh, I, oh, it's so I hard think to pull. About that too. This dude, he was kind of skeptical of carrying an MP for his for his carry on, just because of the trigger. But he yeah. had got a new trigger for it and everything. He loved it ever since then. So yeah, I see what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, once I get the trigger done on that, it'll be great. And I have a, um, I have an old revolver, uh, like a service issue revolver from 1955. It's Smith and Wesson, 1955 uh, six shooter. You know, it's fucking cool, man. I, and and there's something about yeah, dude. There's something about revolvers. I mean, because they're so simple. Right yeah, I love them. Yeah, right now, I'm running a. For me, a Glock 17 Gen oh, 5 nice. with, the, with the mock setup. So I got the. No, hold on one second. 
light then died on me. Yeah, it did. Oh, man. <laughs> no. There we go. There you go. Right. <laughs> so I'm running the Glock 17 Gen 5 with the MOS slot. It come with a red die. Hold on, let's see if I can find it for you. Well, nah, the light's too bright. Yeah. But yeah. It looks awesome. I got the flip up red dot sight on it, so. Oh, shit, it flips up. Me. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's cool, dude. Okay. Dude, that's a nice gun. Yeah. And I that's love the it, though, shit to have, man. Now, nowadays, that's the shit to have, bro. Mm-hmm. The Glocks. Oh, yeah. 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 And I want to. It's like Airsoft then brought me to a lot because it's like now I question, like, is that a real gun or is that an airsoft gun? Like, because I didn't even know that you can do a lot to a, a actual Glock, a real Glock. You can put a, a nice base plate on it, and that will add extra five ma- uh, extra five bullets in your mag. Or you can get new switch releases and slides. And I was like, okay, okay. So that really yeah. frightened my eyes up. So now I'm finna really just deck out this. Um, that that Glock 17 get a new get a new slide for it. Uh, I seen this one um, compensator that you can put for your rail system, but it goes, but it's a compensator. But huh. so you, you wouldn't need a threaded barrel to put it on. What? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, I've never um, seen that. Let me see. That's crazy, bro. It sticks on. About like you know, it sticks on to your rail right here. Yeah, okay. It skips out, so it's yeah. about like mm, this this wide, and it's, uh-huh. it's like it's kind of about like this long because it sits up under your rail system. You make sure it's tight and stuff like that. But yeah, and that it just goes right over the uh, front of your barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it like where the slide comes up, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. Okay, I have to look. I have to yeah. look into that. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Now, did you grow up uh, shooting guns like real steel or, you know, you had experience before you got an airsoft? Um, not actual experience, but I made it to where, like, I go to a gun range myself. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up like family and stuff like that. I took it on my own to go and stuff like that and prepare myself. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, when I got back uh, from boot camp, uh, I have two sisters, older and younger sister, and uh, they're both like, neither of them are into guns, and they were always always afraid of guns, and uh, when I got back from boot camp, I'm, I forced them to go to the shooting range with me. I was like, I don't care if you like guns or don't like guns, I just wanted to show you so that in case something happens, you can you right. will be, you'll feel more comfortable. You'll be more prepared right. to grab something and use it uh, to save your life or whatever. So, uh, but they hated they hated that I took them. <laughs> so, but in the end, they were like, it, "That's what I'm saying." They were in like, the "Wow!" Line. I mean, they didn't like guns anymore afterwards, but they were still like, "Well, thank you for taking me. That was a cool experience." And wow they were like holy shit okay this is way different i mean we see it in the movies and tv shows bro right you don't feel the concussion you don't feel the blowback you don't 
you know, the sound. You're right. You're right. It's totally different. That sound, like, and then, like mm-hmm. you said, they, they girls too. So it's like that sound. We just that could scare them alone, and yeah. just they shoot it one time and just drop the whole gun because they didn't. They just didn't know. Right, and that's the first thing you know, and when you know too. Uh, hold this weapon like you mean it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because if you are, you know, weak hand in this thing where it's going to be all because you're nervous or whatever, mm-hmm. like you got to grip that thing like it's your life, okay? Do not let this thing, when you fire that first round, don't be all, you know, like you're going to drop it and shit. So, right. make sure uh, lock. Yeah. Just, I'm going to tell you what I did, man. I, <laughs> my younger sister, uh, I was I was mean to her, bro, because uh, I brought I wanted to shoot as well. So we were in an indoor range, and um, so I gave her a twenty two, little twenty two pistol to shoot, and then a thirty eight. That thirty eight I was ta- uh, the revolver I was talking about, and those are real easy to shoot, you know. And um, she's like, "Oh, this is cool." So I brought my twelve gauge shotgun. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> you already know. You already know. And I was like, and she's like, oh, she had no fucking clue. And I'm like, so she, now she trusts me, you know? She's like, okay, yeah, okay. And I'm like, yeah, hold it, you know, and then just it'll be fine. It's okay. And boy, that first, oh, she shot it once was like, it was like one of those videos you see, you know, the memes and shit where the girl, it's like almost knocked her over. She hated me after that. For sure. She's like, my shoulder's, you know, wrecked. (laughs) I know her shoulder was wrecked. She put on the shoulder, too. I know she was comfortable. She was ready. She was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing was, she was, she's like, no, that's a, you know, a a big gun. I don't want to. And I said, no, just here. And I showed her, you know, so I pull it in. No big deal. And, uh, (laughs) but, you know, I'm leaning in. And I'm, yeah, I'm used to shooting this, and I'm like pushing force on my shoulder, so I'm like, you know, so I barely move when it when it goes off. And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, just." And so I had her, you know, she was safe, but it was, uh, yeah, she hated me after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. You taught yourself, man. It's good to know. Me and my girl, me and my girl, going to the range soon, though, too, so I can get her to shoot her. Girl. I got her. It's a little skizzy for her purse and everything, and for like you know, quick, quick, close quarter right. combat. I know she's not gonna be trying to shoot somebody from a distance. She gonna right. she gonna need it to you know. So I got that skizzy for her to um close combat and stuff like that. So we need to go to the range, shoot that. Hell yeah! I need to go ahead and shoot this seventeen because I just got this seventeen probably about like last week. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, dude. yeah I mean it looks yeah. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta go go ahead. And Wear that out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah, things yeah, shoot man. so fucking good, bro. The Glocks. Yeah, my last Glock twenty three Gen. I think I had a Gen three Glock twenty three. Yep, forty caliber. Yep. Look, man. When I was uh, when Glocks first started coming out uh, in America, they were uh, the name. Uh, there was, of course, the nineteen elevens. You know, the forty fives. Um, and then the Berettas, I think it's the M92 or whatever, the Berettas, the nine mils, those were super popular for a long time. uh, Oh, they really are. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And then, so H and K in the mid nineties, late nineties, uh, H and K was like a, a big brand that was coming up. Of course, six hour. And, um, 
but H and K was like they had a contract with uh, the Navy for like the special forces units to do the Mark Twenty Three, mm-hmm. which is a forty five uh, mm-hmm. caliber, and it it's a uh, it's a bigger gun. It's it's really for a pistol. It's fucking huge, but um, <laughs> the uh, Navy SEALs used it for a while. I'm not sure if they still do. I don't think they do. But uh, so H and K, they had this like reputation for oh. testing their guns, like put them through a really rigorous test. So seawater, you know, the salt in uh, in the ocean like fucks up your guns and shit. Right. Oh, you good? No, um, my daughter crying in the back. I was gonna tell her to bring her here. Oh, go. Yeah, you're good, man. Go ahead. Yeah. We, I can cut. You know, if hey, you got to get. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm uh we're recording. I can cut this out if you gotta go take care of something or whatever. Okay, hold on one second, man. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Say hey to the podcast, my mom. <laughs> it's okay. What happened? What you want? She w- she yeah. just waked up. No, nah, she was laying down. She don't I think she don't want to go to bed. Oh yeah. Well no nobody no little kids want to go to bed ever, man. <laughs> We, you know, it's uh, it's hard when they're uh, oh, young. Ever since, I, ever since I got on, she was calling my name. I've been here and she's had that. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I don't know if you know, my wife and I, we've been together a long time. We have, uh, we have five kids right. and, uh, and they were, you know, we had five in seven years. So they were all young together and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, the baby stuff and, uh, you know, we're, we're, hundred percent used to that for sure. And it is, uh, you know, and it don't really change too much as far as how, you know, like we know that kids don't want to go to bed, like even babies, like bro, they don't want to go to bed. <laughs> they, you know, they're just like, they just go until they pass out, you know? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then the parents are like, Oh no, you got to be on a schedule. We got to put you, you have to go to bed at, you know, eight o'clock. And they're like, they don't know time. What? I'm not tired. <laughs> I don't want to go to bed. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. okay. She don't even want to get down right now. That's all right. That's cool, man. Yeah, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, um, she lives in Utah. We're in South Carolina. She lives in Utah. She was in the Air Force for four years, met her husband in the Air Force. And uh, he got a job out in Utah. So they've been out there for a couple of years. Well, they have two kids. And, um, she tries to get, and they're young, the kids are young, one baby and one two-year-old and they try to get them on a schedule with like sleeping and, you know, shit like that. And I'm like, Cassidy, uh, good luck because (laughs) it's so much work, like to try to force them to, you know, and, uh, I'm like, just wear them out. Get, you know, get them, take them out, do this, do this, play with them, you know, wrestle around with them or do so, keep them active until they just pass out. It's like the best thing. It's harder on you, uh, <laughs> but it, you know, when they're out, In the they're long out. Run. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, for real. Is yeah. that your only child right now? Mm-hmm. This is my first one. Okay. Two years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two years old. Yeah, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. How do you like being a dad? Man, it probably changed my whole life around. Did that. it really? Yeah. Not a, can't even say three. A whole one eight. Like changed my whole life. Ever since, ever since I found out that day that she said she was pregnant. 
and just going whole 100% harder, 200% harder on everything I do. I remember, like, I remember I wasn't even stressing on getting a car. I ain't having no car. She was born two years ago, so I was 22. You know what I'm saying? I had my license. I wasn't really, we're really working at the bus. The bus was like, you know, $5 to go anywhere you want there and back. So I'm like, guess the rest. But then she come along, and I'm like, nah, she's not getting on the bus. I thought I went and the car, got me a good job. Like, it was over with. She really just changed my whole life. I stopped being yeah. in the streets. Just changed my whole life around. No shit. Good for you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's so different, man. When you have, because um, when you're on your own, even if you have somebody else, like you know, girlfriend or somebody else, or whatever, you're like, you know, this is uh, you're still free, kind of like like I'm taking care of me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have kids, well, you have your first, and you're like, oh wow, uh, okay, like I'm I'm really respond like you know yeah, can't like, do shit on their own bro like you gotta take you know it does it's uh it's a whole different perspective on uh on life and then responsibility or whatever you know it's just uh and when you have that like what you did you know you, you didn't it, it sounds like from what you're saying you weren't you didn't feel like oh i have to do this uh or i'm obligated and i don't want to it's mm-hmm. like, no, man, I want to make these changes because mm-hmm. I want her to, you know, have a better yeah. life or whatever. Yeah, you know, what that's I did. A, yeah. That's totally cool, dude. I totally get that. Like, yeah, like, the stuff, like, you know, like, she got so much stuff. And it's like, now it's like, I can live, relive my childhood kind of again. Because, you know, I didn't have nothing. So it's like, me being able to give her everything is like getting yeah. me everything. Like I be getting some stuff that I like or that I think that she might like, but I wind up liking it because you know. <laughs> but I know I still like kidding, so Exactly, uh, man. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, it's something. Wait. It's something cool. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait till she turned about twelve, thirteen years old. Said I'm gonna have a loadout ready. She's gonna be on the field with me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. I've told this story before when, uh, when my oldest son, I was playing, I was an old school paintballer. And, um, so when, uh, when my oldest son, who's actually, uh, you know, uh, on our YouTube channel, whatever, when, um, when he was about eight years old, he was like, Oh dad, I want to go. I want to go, you know, play paintball. And I'm like, and the guys, we didn't go to, I didn't just go to a, like a paintball field and start, you know, playing like open play stuff or whatever with uh, random people. It was, you know, where there's a bunch of rules. We went mm-hmm. with a big group of guys from work that kind of get, you know, grew over time, you know, more and more mm-hmm. people. Uh, and it was all guys. We were just, you know, and a lot of us were military veterans. We're just like, we're out there blowing off steam, man. We got kids, right. we've you know, been married for a few years. We're like, and we worked a shit ton of overtime. Uh, so, which you probably know about working in a, in a, in a warehouse. Um, they're always offering overtime and shit. Uh, you don't do a nine to five, you know? Um, you so, <laughs> you know, Monday you through Friday. Exactly. So we're out there, man, like trying to get, uh, get some shit out. So we don't care about how close we are. We're, we're just, 
fucking each other up. You that's know, what like, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I love. Like I yeah. love the no close quarters, whatever disengage, whatever it's called. Like I, yes. that's how much I hate it. Like I hate that surrender word. I hate that. Word. <laughs> no, do me like uh uh-uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? Uh, they have the surrender. They have bang bang, you know, where they come around the corner. Like, bro, just fucking shoot, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, just <laughs> me. Like, that's what I signed the waiver for. <laughs> no shit. Well, I'm going to tell you. I think a big difference with uh, with a lot of the younger guys getting into you know uh, in, into airsoft. The 15, 14, 15, 16, whatever, you know, even in the early 20s, these guys getting in, if they don't grow up where kind of a harder life where they had to fight, like not fight for something in that sense, I'm talking like mm-hmm. literally be in fist fights, okay? Mm-hmm. These guys that have never been in fist fights, they get on the field and they get shot, you know, and they're like, oh, you didn't follow the rules. You shot me too close, you know? Uh, but I'm going to tell you, it, it, you're a different person when you grow up, uh, you know, getting the shit beat out of you or, you know, and then as a teenager, right. you know, you learn how to defend yourself and you get in fights, uh, getting in fist fights, man, is I'm not promoting it, but it is, uh, something it's, it's a rite of passage and it's something yeah. that's kind of important for guys really to go is, through though. to grow really up is. and be kind of find out who you are as a man mm-hmm. and that transfers really over is. to the airsoft field you know mm-hmm. so those guys that are like uh you know oh you, you didn't follow the rules like bro what the fuck uh <laughs> you you can really tell who's not been in a fist fight and i'm you not really telling everybody out there that's going to hear this to go get in a fist <laughs> fight but you can do that with uh you know in, in a, a boxing class right that. So just you know, just get that feel of a hit. Yeah. So, yeah, it really you, you is get punched important. in the face the first time. It's just like the gun thing we were talking about, uh, you know, a while ago, where somebody goes to the shooting range, where all they've seen is just on TV, and then they go, mm-hmm. "Oh wow," you know, uh, they feel the power when you get hit in the face the first time, like really punched in the face. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're like. Oh shit! This shit's real. Okay, because you see it on TV, you see it on movies, whatever, and uh, you don't really, mm-hmm. you don't realize the the kind of the intensity that goes on with a with a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> For real. You really don't, yeah, man. You really. But don't. yeah, that that uh, bang bang rule, uh, I think, is dumb as shit. Now the mill sims uh, that you guys are going to, those have them because they do. Yeah, they have. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have the MED, the minimum engagement distance. Because mm. on a mill sim, <laughs> I look at you. I'm but I'm gonna right. tell you, bro. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Listen, you've got uh, snipers, so you got different classes, just like you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, Call of Duty or video games. So you have different classes you can sign up for, and uh, rifleman. You know, each class has their specific, like their uh, your uh, FPS rule or your jewel limit or whatever. Right. So oh, the oh, yeah, dude. the DMRs and the snipers they can have a higher jewel limit uh, because they're they're supposed to be shooting from longer range. So you don't want to you know uh, whatever the jewels are, you know, two jewels or five hundred FPS. 
uh, at point blank. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You're right. That, that will <laughs> fuck right. you up. I get up. that part. I get that part too. Now I get that part. I thought that was. I, I hope that was just common sense. Like I hope somebody. Like, <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. So they do have those because of that. Because they have different, you know, they they up the jewel limit or the FPS limit for these different classes. But so what um, about riflemen? Most of the time, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, your riflemen. Yeah, you're you're probably going to have a 20 foot med, which honestly, you're probably not going to. The mil sims because of how they're set up and the AOs are so big, uh, and there's so many people there. There's I don't know, how, very rare that you're going to be able to be that close with somebody, right? To, you know, like sneak um, up on them or whatever. Like it's, uh, it doesn't usually work out that way. So, like you said, like, like you said earlier, like, I don't think I have seen is YouTube videos of Milson events and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I really don't know yet. So, thank you for telling me. Yeah, you're really not going to be that close. And, like you said, it's a lot of walking and stuff like that, too. So, right. And there's so many people, man. You're not going to have somebody sneak up behind you around the tree and go bang, bang. Like, <laughs> the, they have to be some superhero kind of shit, you know, to <laughs> spawn right there or something. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't usually happen because you have all these people you from know, your you team. You got at least 15, 20 people with you each. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. You won't, you won't usually have that. That's the, now the, the indoor field that we've been to. Uh, with these guys uh, down in Columbia, South Carolina, they had, I love their rule. Their, their indoor field was really small. Their FPS, they had an FPS limit of 400, which is pretty high. 400 mm-hmm. FPS. And that's indoors, yeah. Yeah, 400 FPS across the board, doesn't matter, whatever. Uh, and no MED, no minimum engagement. You didn't have to call bang, bang. You could come around the corner of a wall and just blast somebody in the back of the fucking head. Like that is, and everyone knew that going there, which is why I think the, you know, in for indoor stuff, you shouldn't have a rule for, uh, you know, if you set a FPS or a jewel limit on the indoor field, doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. that, you just, that's a standard across the board. You can shoot somebody point blank. Um, if they don't want to get shot in the back of the head, wear a fucking hat or something that covers the back of your head. You know what I'm saying? Get a helmet. <laughs> I mean, don't cry when somebody shoots you and say, oh, you were so close, you should have called bang, bang. Fuck your bang, bang, bro. Like, just you come around. Like, you're in the mode of shooting. You know what I'm you know, saying? In the like, heat I'm of the coming moment. around the corner, like, I'm, my feet, like, my hand is, like they said, like, just so sensitive. <laughs> so, anything I see, I'm going to shoot, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, so I was talking with somebody recently about that, about that, uh, thing, like, uh, you know, the MED thing, I understand the sniper stuff, like in a Milsim environment, mm-hmm. you're not going to come up to somebody and shoot them point blank in the face. I get it. But, uh, on the other hand, I think if somebody doesn't want, if they know the rules, if everyone knows the rules, like, Hey, know that you could be shot in your cheek. Uh, at you know 500 FPS or whatever at 20 feet. If uh, so, knowing that, do you want to wear a full face protection 
or mm-hmm. don't. It's up to you. But if you get a fucking BB stuck in your cheek, that's on you. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Like, cover your body parts if you don't want to get shot there. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking about getting me a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was talking to somebody said the worst place I got shot was a grenade. It landed right between my legs and blew up and hit my dick. <laughs> oh, no shit, dude. Oh, yeah. And that was, uh, that was an outdoor field, but it was like speed QB and it was a shorter field. And, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it was, it was funny. I said, oh, oh, uh, yeah. I know that yeah. stung, like, more than, like, just perfectly, like, just stung, like. <laughs> he goes, no, bro, I'm, like, traumatized for grenades. He goes, I, I can't be around grenades. He said, I'll, I'll get them, I'll throw them. But if I see somebody throwing at me, I'd run. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. grenades for the Milton event. Like, Taco was talking about getting a. Oak, throw a, uh, throw a, uh, I can't get it out. But disposable grenade, you know, quick throwables, you know, just leave on the field. Yeah. But I wanted to get some some actual BB showers, re- reloadables, about like seventy dollars, I think. I want to get them for the field, and just like I feel like those just be loaded up with gas and everything. I think those some hold about almost two hundred BBs in it, so it's like. Just you throw it, it spreads everywhere. That junk, that junk, nice. I want to try to get it. Those are nice for uh, for inside. Um, th- I'm going to tell you the problem. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to find that grenade. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I'm I'm telling you, bro. It's it's either it falls into a a gap somewhere in the building. You know, a lot of these places are right. Uh, a lot of these places are. Yeah, they're run down. down. And, they're like yeah. run down, you know, prisons and mm-hmm. run down schools and factories and shit that are shut down. They don't take care of them. They're not like, you know, and it's supposed to be looking like that, yeah, you know. No so there's a lot of places this thing can go under. I remember this uh, one girl in the UK. She's like, they like, you know, she's like, oh, we love the pyro. You know, we throw this stuff. She goes, I bought this $100 grenade and it was like a special color and all this shit. You know, she's all excited about it. But it was one of those retrievable ones, you know, where she, you know, where she was going to go get it after. And in the heat of the moment, she threw it. Well, then she got shot. So then she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't walk, okay, you know, because she threw it, it kind of far. So she went back after she, you know, respawned. And she said, I went to the shipping container where I knew I threw it at. And I don't know if it ro- rolled under it or if somebody <laughs> picked it up. But she never got it back, and she's like, "Yeah, it's not." I just thought about you, right? Through though, like somebody might yeah. pick it up. Now, if you want to use one of those, like at a at a smaller field or something, but in Milsim, bro, uh, you once you throw it, once it leaves your hand, because you're not throwing it like ten feet, you're you're uh-huh. chucking that you're thing far. <laughs> like well, you want it away from you. So, you uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, it's a really small chance you're gonna f- be able to get it back and you know and use it again. So, okay, so uh, I'm gonna look yeah. into getting them bulk ones. Then thank you. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it's, I'm gonna look into getting them bulk the bulk disposable ones. Just throw yeah, it the disposable. Uh, the EG67s, you know, all the ones that are like actual blow up ones, they're uh, they're kind of expensive, but they're man, they're they're fun. We uh, we used a couple in our backyard when we got them. They we went right. to try them out, you know. They're fucking awesome, dude. Perfect. Yeah. 
<laughs> smoke grenades too. Smoke grenades, the Enola Gaze, the EG stuff. Right. Those smoke grenades are like the like legit like military grade. I mean, they put out some fucking smoke. I'm not kidding. Okay. What's the website, yeah. Gardiger? Uh, the Enola Gay. Uh, so look up if you just uh, search uh, EG67. Okay. Yeah, you'll you'll see uh, you'll see all kind of shit come up for those. The, the the 67, I think, is the is the actual pyro. You know, the the blow up mm-hmm. one, or it might be the smoke one. I can't remember, but you'll you'll find them on there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so, I, I really am hyped for this event. I just, yeah. I just really can't wait for it. Well, the 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 top thing to get for grenades, if you're going to like a missile, whatever, and you want to throw grenades or especially shooting grenades, is the uh, tag in. So tag yeah, in I heard rounds, about the tag. bro. I haven't. Well, I haven't literally heard the tag in round, but I heard about it at Power Outs because they yep. said every time they go out there, no tagging, no tagging. I'm like, <laughs> how loud is this tagging for real? Like. <laughs> Well, it's it's not it and it's not even that that it's loud. It is uh so these tag ends are like the the real stock like the real steel like uh 40 millimeter grenades that we used in the military. They launch out of a launcher and they shoot like a fucking rocket. I'm not kidding. Uh they shoot far as hell. And so uh it you know 50 feet it's like getting hit with a, like a rock. Uh, if you shoot, I mean, it is, they're fucking awesome, dude. They are the most awesome grenades out there. They'll shoot a football field. Easy, easy, Ooh. end to end. And, uh, and then, you know, so guys usually use them in mil sims. They'll use them to take out the vehicles that go around right. with the, you know, the machine guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll shoot them from the woods or the, you know, behind a tree or something or from a up, up top, like from a building. Um, and, uh, and then they'll hit the, cause that's usually the only way you can take out a vehicle in a mil sim. You have to have an explosive. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they'll shoot those so taggins. Is it, is it close explosive? range? What's that? Is it any, is it any explosives? Like, is it? Can it be like uh, a, you know, a grenade, or it has to be a tag, you know, something like that? In that definition. No, it doesn't have to be tagging. It can be. Um, there is a rule on it. I can't remember what it what it uh, states, but it has to be. It can't be one of the grenades like what you're talking about, where because we have those as well. We have the gr- mm-hmm. the grenades that have the little flaps that uh, you fill it, and then the flaps fold up, and then you put a mm-hmm. pin in it. Um, mm-hmm. And so when it goes off, you know, when it hits the ground, the, the it opens up and um, showers, you know, kind of like a shower grenade. But uh, no, it has to be a. I think it has to be a some kind of explosive grenade type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because there's other grenade launchers that shoot uh, BBs out the end of a grenade, kind of like a shotgun. Yeah. It doesn't actually that. launch the grenade. It just shoots but, BBs out. Uh-huh. But um, So it can't be something like that to take out a vehicle. It has to be something that's, you know, some kind of explosive that's thrown at the vehicle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just can't wait for this event, man. Yeah, don't waste your money on the ones you're going to try to find because you'll be fucking yeah, hitting yourself I'm after. Not- so. <laughs> <laughs> for real. 
Well, I'm looking forward to it too, man. Now that I've talked with you and Taco, uh, and you guys are so excited about going, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, talking with everybody that goes, you know, after you guys come back and see how it is. I'd love to do another podcast with you after you come back because this will be your first meal sim. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to have some good gameplay. Hopefully, I can get this Insta360 coming soon before. Oh, shit. So, I'm going to have some good gameplay. I'm going to try to get the one cam for the game. I'm Yes, I'm trying to have this Milson event. Like, my first official YouTube video is going to be nice. Yeah, I want it nice. Because the YouTube video we got now, that's that's my gameplay. But it's just a little um, a $50 Amazon camera and stuff like that. So, yeah. the um the quality is not really up to, up to par with it. But um, once I get that Insta 360, I'm going to be able to see really everything at 360. Uh-huh. So it's like you can't miss not one axe. You can't miss not one view. Yeah. You got every view right there. Yeah, those are cool, man. Well, you need to um, – so there's a guy uh, I talked with, a handful of people that have these. But uh, if you remember this after, uh, look up um, Gibbers Plays Airsoft. So mm-hmm. G-I-B-B-R-S, uh, Gibbers Plays Airsoft. He's not on Instagram. They took his Instagram down because, oh. you know, Airsoft, yeah, canceled his shit. But uh, he still has a YouTube channel. He does He does a lot of uh, – he has a lot of experience with that uh, Insta360 cam, and it looks fucking awesome. He also uses a awesome. drone too. So he switches between both, and it looks fucking badass, bro. It's really cool. He be using the drone for gameplay? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that is bad. Hey, listen now, that is nice. I'm saying, dude. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, Swervo, man, yeah. it's been uh, it's been awesome meeting you, man. It's been awesome too. Let me go ahead and take care of this little one. Oh, go ahead. You had a bed. You had a bed. It was nice meeting you. Yeah. So I hope I can. Um, so, is there Iron Dagger in South Carolina, right? Yeah. I hope we can stop by something like that, have a lunch or something like that. Cause we're coming out that we're leaving out that Thursday. So we're gonna be there. Oh, you're gonna Sunday. you're coming out Thursday? Yeah. We're gonna come oh, out shit. so we, we should be there like Thursday night or something like that. So yeah, we're yeah. hoping that we can um, you know, get some get some, you know, probably go out and get something to eat or go somewhere, yeah. you know, and we can hang out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll so. have to talk to you guys about it because uh maybe we can plan to meet you guys down there. Uh right. that, you know, close to that area. Uh, All right, okay. Since you guys are going to be there early. Fuck yeah. That'd be cool. Yes. yes okay. Sir. Well, thank you so much, man. Where can uh, people find you on Instagram? Oh, yeah. GGC Swervo, man. GGC.Swervo. Hell yeah. You can find me anywhere. Discord. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my Twitch running up from Call of Duty and stuff like that. So everything is GGC Swervo. If anything you want to type in, just type in that. You'll find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, dude. It was great meeting you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right.